Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 345. I am Otto, and tonight I'm joined with Jared. Hello. Um, the Loose Electron, James Babb. All right. And there's Alex, looking pretty dapper with his haircut. Hey, guys. Say. Sorry about your mic, Babs. We're another week of hate crimes. Well, at least we know <laughs> who to blame now, the post yeah. Yeah. So what happened? What did the tracking say? You guys, it, it says, says, says delivered. tracking says delivered. So that means that it's probably just another postal theft. You know, they, yeah, they're you looking gotta call, for, they man. usually you gotta, just look for jewelry, you know, but now they're, I guess, microphones. Uh, you should call and try to see if you can talk to somebody. Good the luck. Postmaster though. General. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of postmaster to generals. K-Wags himself is in the building. Hey, guys. Happy to be here tonight. Yeah, man, virtual the, building. The, the Fab Five is here. <laughs> oh, yeah. All we need is the auto blow, and we'd have our full logo. That's right. All right, <laughs> I'm just here, I'm just here know, to get my deposit that. back. <laughs> <laughs> so we can, we're fresh off the weekend. Uh, me and Alex, we went to the Duncan Lemp rally in Rockville yesterday, which was, which was pretty cool. Hell yeah. How was that? I was great. Um, we had about at 20, less 15, 20 people there. It was, was cold. pretty good. It was fucking cold. And the forecast yeah. was not Where was it? good leading up. It was, this was, was it in Rockville. The, the murderer's house? Uh, well, one of them. Well, some of the murderer's house. This We, we did it in front of the courthouse because it was a busy uh-huh. intersection right in the heart of Rockville, right. Maryland. Nice. We tons of traffic go through because at first I was a little apprehensive about doing it there because I'm like, well, this technically the Rockville has their own police department. They weren't the ones who killed Duncan Lemp. That was the Montgomery County police SWAT team who did. So I was like, maybe we should go protest in front of there. But then I looked at it like on maps, Google Maps, and there really wasn't a good spot for us to protest. It didn't seem like it was a busy enough road to get people's attention. So we got we ended up going to the courthouse, which is it was a great spot. I mean. Tons of tons of cars coming through. Got a few nice. people asking us what it was about and everything. Hmm. Yeah, nice. a couple well, that's people. The, the important part is that you got something together and got out there, and you know, for sure, that, that, people it, know about it. It was positive. There's very little awareness of Duncan Lemp. I would exactly guess. very Almost little. Zero. Yeah, the, there was quite a few people. There was one guy rolled down his window and he asked me, you know, what what were the circumstances? Tell me about it. So there was a couple of people inquiring or looking into it. So. If anything, we're we're getting the word out. So because it was buried, it was right. You f- you figure last yesterday was a three year anniversary. Once COVID hit, there was nothing in the news cycle, and they weren't going to cover that story to begin with, even given a normal quote news cycle, especially during COVID times. That was, was he right at least. Yeah. Did we establish was- last week that we don't know the names of the murderers specifically nope. or the people nope. that were there? There, nope. Yeah, that's never going to be released. No video exists. There's no one's ever been held responsible. We don't. Know do we don't names. even know their names. We don't nope. even know the names of people that. Nope. 
Nope. Not one. Got to be some. What about freedom of information? Does that not extend? I remember hearing a reason why, and it might have been something like it's an ongoing investigation or something. So something along those lines are, or they don't have the names. I, I, if anyone wants to correct me in the chat or any of the commenters, they want to let us know. But I'm I'm almost positive that there are no names, nothing. Did they have a warrant? Released. Yes, they had a search warrant. Or, a, but see, they won't even tell you who signed who signed the warrant. Let's hold that, that person responsible. Be- See, yeah, I think at least start with the person that says, no, you can't find out who that is. You know, like the, the, whether it's the police chief, whether it's somebody like, you know, start. I mean, if, if there can be more actions, it'd be great to put shine some light on those bastards personally, make them feel it directly. You know, like put a name on on the on the criminals, you know, instead, instead of letting them hide behind Montgomery County, blah, blah, blah. You know, like. <laughs> Call them out. No, you're right. Let them know. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to. I have to look this up because I. I. I just casually have been following this for, since it happened, and I know from. I know personally that there's like the the police that like they didn't have they they don't the SWAT team doesn't have body cams so they, there was no footage of anything actually happening they released like a few clips like a few like still shots i believe last year of like the setup of what everything looked like but it was after the shooting happened and but people were i mean his his girlfriend was in bed with them they they were asleep in bed when the cop like shot through the window and killed him how can that possibly ever be excused what was the excuse they had we they feared for their lives i thought it was booby trapped right well, no, 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 no. That they found out after they entered that it was booby trapped, but it was booby trapped with like a sh- like a a shell on the ground. So when the door opened up, it would it would. That's go just off. a noise alarm. That, as a no- yeah, a noise alarm, not at the, anyone. Wow, it sounds the like they're paranoid. Like they thought the police were out to get them or something. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So uh, when so what they did was I think when. He might have, I guess the excuse was, is they were, they had him in their sights through his window. And when they were entering the house, he, you know, uh, might have rustled around from the noise and just like shot up. And when he shot up, they shot him. That's what, that's what I believe happened because that's kind of like, if you, if you pick up the dots and the crumbs of what everyone says, it's like, yeah, he probably woke up when he heard a noise from like a SWAT team entering his fucking house and they're like, Oh my but God, he he's moving. But he didn't not, not that it wouldn't be entirely permissible or entirely like understandable and permissible in my eyes, but he did. He, he didn't have a gun in his hand, right? No. It's not like he, he woke was, up, like grabbed a gun, pointed it at they the saw, officer or whatever. So they said that he, he went for his gun. Okay. But, but if, if you see the screen, you know, the, from the video, the guns nowhere near the bed. It's on the other side of the room and he was laying in bed when he was shot and killed. So yeah, to me, it sounds like they saw there was a gun in the room and they're like, Oh, if he moves, you know, he could go for that gun. And as soon as he heard something and maybe rustled or turned over in his bed, like they just went ahead and shot and killed him. Just a quick yeah, trick. You know, I think you're going to have a lot of trouble getting uh, justice in this case because there's no vid- video evidence. Um, it's just the police's word against, you know, what we think happened. And uh, it, you, it's like Ray Rice, right? When Ray Rice punched his uh, fiance mm-hmm. in the face in the elevator, 
the the Ravens were like, ah, you know, we don't know what happened there. But once that video came out, all of a sudden they were scrambling. Um, yep. So it, when you don't have the footage of what happened, it makes it difficult for you to hold those accountable or to get people upset or angry or anything like that. Although that, you know, they didn't have, I guess with Brianna Taylor, we didn't have the full video of that. And that one was one where we did get some justice. Or I think I, mean, I could be wrong about that, but you know, that one went, you know, caused a lot of outrage, but it also helped that she was not the target of the, um, you know, the SWAT, right. They were going after her boyfriend or something. And, and so that, that helped. Yeah. It also helped that it was right in the hot, you know, right in like the whole, um, what was this happened before the Derek Chauvin, uh, what was his George name? Floyd, George Floyd. Floyd. Like mm-hmm. it helps that it was, she was, it was a woman. It was a black yeah. woman. Mm-hmm. One, the warrant wasn't for her. It you know, it, it, it really like those circumstances, and here we are in Maryland, where it's just like, oh, a white guy who's kind of like an a white gun man. nut, yeah, right wing heterosexual cisgendered male. <laughs> like, yeah. if you guys read the Wikipedia, it's nothing but like a a hit job on him, like post mortem. They 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 connect him. If you read the Wikipedia, they connect him to things that just they're like, well, he he liked the Proud Boys website. And oh no! They're known to be affiliated with Nazi and right wing, far right wing groups, and you're like, what? Like what? That's how they. That's how they justify it. Yeah, that's it's how like Wikipedia the, says. So don't go to the. According Wikipedia. to the Southern Poverty Law Center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. read read Jim Bovard's articles on on exactly. because he's yeah. he really did the best job of reporting it. I'm looking at one of his articles right now, and he was describing the report, and it said the members of the raid team did a break in rake on Lemp's first floor bedroom. Standing outside the house, one officer used a fireman's pike tool to break the bedroom window closest to the bed where Lemp and pregnant girlfriend Casey Robinson were sleeping. The tool also has a hook that is used to grab a hold and pull away the blinds so the officers could have an unobstructed view, I guess so they could murder him. Uh, Once the window was broken and the shades full, of course he's going to wake up at that point, right? Yeah. Like. So um, once once they pulled those out of the way, the other officer ducked below the window line as he um, as he was unarmed. The second officer, the shooting officer, they they don't even get a name. Why isn't he proud? Uh, Who was who was armed with a rifle, then stepped up to the window, looked inside to locate Lamp as soon as possible and prevent him from having time to access any weapons. Blah, blah, blah. Now, what if this had gone another way? Like, what if they had say instead of being 4 30 in the morning maybe around nine o'clock just knock on the door gently and mm-hmm. ask politely to speak to him right it, what were they even doing there right like um they yeah, had that's questions. how the that's how the fbi approaches kyle wagner here they knock <laughs> yeah. on his door <laughs> and he invites them in for coffee I know, they could have had coffee yeah. they could have had you know cookies i did not serve any coffee for the record <laughs> kyle we should have we should have sent you we should have sent you along with your pals to go in there and be like, look, we'll go in, we'll talk to Duncan. He might have a cat. We could pet his cat. We'll he'll invite us in for coffee. We'll have to sit down and we'll negotiate this. But yeah, but no, it's sad. Well, evidently there was a some kind of a report that he had illegal fire. weapons, I guess. They got a tip. But, but he bought it legally in, at a gun shop in Rockville. It's legal, but they said, so this is the, what's bullshit. 
They said, well, technically he had something on his record, but you can't see it um, when he was a minor that prohibited him from having guns. But if it prohibited him from having guns as a kid, why is that still grounds for a warrant? Now, when you sold him the gun, you knew he had the gun legally. I think he said he purchased it a year before. And then so they still knew he was buying guns and and so what what actually prompted so this was a a, a red, red flag, flag. Yeah. yeah someone well it's, it's more than just the this according to bovard's article says the police were tipped off by a quote unquote confidential source mm. that lent possessed firearms and quote had made anti-police statements in the past mm. okay. so literally so everyone on this podcast right? that's why i said we are duncan lemp like right. literally this could happen to any one of us maybe not kyle but yeah, maybe Kyle's free clear. <laughs> anybody else? Come on in for coffee, boys. <laughs> we'll be like, wait a minute. This guy's got really great cookies and brownies, guys. Like we should just we, maybe we should knock, see if he's got anything for us. You know, they came because someone commented on my put on my comment, commented under my comment, and threatened uh, law enforcement. And that was why they were concerned. I found it interesting that there was such a quick response to a threat against themselves. Right. Oh, yeah. It's not a yeah. threat against a civilian that they care about, but when they, it's something against them, they're they're very quick mm-hmm. to show up. Yeah, the gang, the gang, yeah. uh, that t- that seems to trigger the gang. Or when yeah. there's you know an active like situation, they're also not as quick to show up. Yeah, and the right. guy was well, making a comment. It really hurts like, their feelings. I think it hurts their feelings when they hear anti-police rhetoric. Mm-hmm. Right, like they you know they get a little teary eyed, and they're you know and they they think they're out there just you know just trying to. I don't know what they think they're trying to do, but they're just trying to get home. (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to get home to to beat their wives, you know. (laughs) It wasn't even a real threat. The guy was just talking about a hypothetical, like, revolutionary scenario in the future. Yeah. Yeah, he he said something like, I fully, well, yeah. He was like, I fully expect to be shooting (laughs) policemen with machine guns or something like that. Within my lifetime. He said within within my my lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay. They, I mean, they it took was, that as a as an act of threat, or somebody reported it, or something. Who the hell yeah. knows? But and yeah. you were below his comment, correct? And they, <laughs> well, you know, he, was, he was in Ohio, or he was commenting on Kyle's original comment. Oh wow! Yeah, I was, which, was, maybe, I was also in give, there. Did you I was give also in that up? thread. Oh, Did no you shit. give that comment a thumbs up? Maybe that's why they came to your door. You you, well, no, I, you meant to give a laugh react, but you accidentally yeah. hit the love react, and now Jared, now you're now you're under. You meant to give a care react, Jared. You were well, in the thread too. I was you, on I the remember thread. You were worried. I was worried because they went because I was in the thread. I didn't say anything like that. I. I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a little more careful than saying shit like that <laughs> on Facebook. But uh, I said something that was like, I, I don't even remember. It wasn't. But I was like in the thread and they went to Kyle's house and I was like, shit, what if they come to my house? And I've got like, I've got things I need to hide. <laughs> so I started hiding my things. <laughs> Luckily, they never showed up. Yeah. Hopefully they won't do the bacon rake or what, what was that thing called? Yeah. In my like basement, in my basement rake room rake. at the time. <laughs> yeah. Just like blast out my basement window at the time and just fucking out. It, it was an in. interesting point that I, I was making in the thing to Arvin. Um, I was, you know, I'm support a supporter of uh, gun ownership. And I was saying that they often, um, the 2A people often use the, it's for a revolution as one of the defenses for the Second Amendment. 
in case we need to overthrow the government. That's why we need guns. And I was like, that's actually not a good case for gun ownership. I was like, you're actually hurting the case for gun ownership because we don't want a violent revolution. We don't want, um, you know, people shooting at law enforcement. So I was like, that that's actually a weak argument for why people should be able to own guns. And uh, that was my oh, point. I don't know. If you read like um, uh, Gulag Archipelago, remember how they like lamented not attacking the agents, like when they started coming from them in their houses. I think there's, I think that is a good argument to have guns is it because they, they eventually will come for, to your house and drag you off to the Gulag. Um, not, to, not to stray too I mean, far from the topic, but it was kind of interesting, you know, being on the t- Mises Twitter, I see all these status fucking politicians and, you know, they're about to pass the, some of the worst fucking gun laws in Maryland. And yet they're celebrating Harriet Tubman this past week, you know, the past two weeks and everything. And it's like, Hmm. And, and t- like celebrating all our accolades and everything. And then it's like, but they'll never mention like, Hmm, how was she able to free all of these slaves and, you know, take them up the underground railroad and go through, you know, how, how was she able to do this? Oh yeah. She was armed. You know, they'll never. And breaking the law and breaking the law armed and, and taking nude pictures. <laughs> no, we established that that was we not her in that. those woodcuts. But, she did not pose for nude woodcuts. But yeah, I just find it like these fucking gun grabbers. I'm so fucking sick of them. And then yeah, down. But at you know the, who uh, cares? Who cares? Well, yeah, um, I know. Who cares? Cody Wilson made made their argument like you don't even have to pay attention to them anymore. I right. Think Cody exactly. Ghost gunners are not affected. Right. Just make your own guns, 3D print them, mill them on a ghost gunner, you do your own thing at home, whatever. But it was, it was um, cool. but I say all that to say we were, we were, we had some good reception at the rally, but we were in the epicenter of shit lib gun grabbing, like oh, t- potential t- individuals. T- like if they actually read the Wikipedia article, it was just a total Southern Poverty Law Center fucking hit piece. But they will actually justify and probably say, well, he had firearms. The police, you know, they, they will probably think like, well, that was justified for the police to carry out these. Actions. Did anybody well, argue like, yeah, with thank, you? Thank no, God they got this dangerous person taking yeah, care but, of them. That, but, that's see, the way they think. But Jared, I'm sure if there was probably, it was so damn cold and it was a lot of dry, you know, and it's in the episode, like there, there wasn't much going on, like walking or foot traffic, but it would have been interesting to get into conversations that, you know, a couple of people, we got some ugly stares from people in vehicles, but then some people probably inquisitive and looking into it. And like I said, there was a, uh, one guy rolled down his window and we had a conversation while he's waiting at the red light. But, um, See, I had yeah, but you, with someone. did you have any geoengineering signs? <laughs> no, not like the rally guy, the guy at the, uh, yeah. uh, rage against war I had rally. My book of stamps and letters proving that the <laughs> yeah. foundation or whatever. We got to get him on the podcast. I got his business no. card. I'll reach out to him. <laughs> We Dude, we need to just have a, a. We have to have a special conspiracy there, theory episode. Yeah, we should because oh, just so get all guy. the kooks that we've met along the way. Kyle, I think you met him. He was the guy. He was like that old guy with the with the boomer New Balances, and he had the blue. And he was this old guy handing out, and he had the sign "Geoengineering is real," and he was going deep into it. And it's like, sir, this is an anti-war rally. Yeah, yeah. He's no, like, I think they seek you out, Alex. I, I, I didn't run across him. They, they oh, see he was you down by like, the porta potties. He was down, yeah. like towards those tables, <laughs> down towards the end. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he was there the whole day. But I got his card. But I mean, you know, I mean, I was like, I agree with you. But right now, I'm just worried about like ending World War Three. You know, like 
that's like low on the totem pole to find out what they're spraying up. Technically, there. nuclear winter is geoengineering. That yeah, that, <laughs> right. When you put it that way, it's fair. But, yeah, yeah. But it, it was, was it was cool. I, I liked it. It was um, it was really cold. But uh, our guy Brian was playing the Scott Horton episode with Jim Bovard talking about Duncan Lemp over the loudspeaker we had. So oh, it was nice. funny. Yeah, so that, that was pretty cool. And he made some handmade know. signs and everything. There's some pictures. I, I, maybe I should post them up. I don't think yeah, I didn't post I got, them up. I got, a, I got pictures up. here. Um, let's yeah, share you got any class. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. Um, we should get Jim Bovard back on the well, show as soon as possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what he was going to attend, um, but apparently uh, he was, I don't know, he was out of town, so he wasn't able to. But, he did um, say, watch out for the spooks, you know. Yeah, he was like, they're going to be, and there were some cops, like we got buzzed at one point. Oh, yeah. There was a white uh, SUV sitting, and you could tell it was a cop, and they circled around, and uh, it kind of circled around when I got out of my truck and was walking like a block down. And then there was um, a state cop that went around unmarked black, all black SUV that drove by twice. He was a state cop. And then another about an hour later, and this was when Brian was playing the, the Scott Horton, Jim Bovard interview and uh, a fucking Montgomery County sheriff SUV. So the fuckers that carried out this SWAT raid drove by and you just wonder like, Hmm, you know, they they might have heard about. Well, I'm sure. I mean, we posted it everywhere. That or we they're just being road route. pirates. Yeah, or that. I mean, but um, there's some pictures there, Jared. There's some uh, pictures of the crew there for those watching and tuning in. Um, uh, but yeah, it was a good it was a good turnout. And the fact, like, the thing is, it's awareness because this happened right when the 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 China virus completely shut down Maryland. So this was not discussed or talked about or anything. I mean, I don't even remember. And maybe Kyle or Otto, did you ever see any news reports or anything from local affiliates when this happened? No. no. Yeah. Oh, I nice. Mean, nice picture. Yeah. Yeah. That was a few. Yeah. There was a few more, but they left at that point. Cause we kind of stayed afterwards and some of the signs we had, it said, you know, and uh, Irene uh, came down from Delaware. Yeah. Um, we had people uh, from Virginia, from Delaware, DC and, um, yeah, dude, dude from Richmond came up like fucking based. He had that sign, and you know when people are waiting at the red light, they're able to to read everything. And yeah, there I am, there's uh, me yeah. Brian right there. Yeah. You're gonna have sign. like a justice for for Duncan Lemp sign, like justice for Duncan, something like that. That's what yeah. I'm looking for. So it was. Well, um, I, we had oh, ahead, so it says his name was Duncan Lemp, and then it was like released the video, even though there's no video. Uh, then it says red flag laws or police murder, and yeah. then. Uh, Brian has the sign that says the Constitution is dead. And it says, Who made the red flag it. laws ones? So those look kind of nice. Um, um, Tra- not Travis, Travis. Uh, Travis, he he's uh, me cock. He ran for uh, yeah state. He got I, he got him from some company, but yeah, they're real. So it's like hell yeah, and red flag laws. This is the whole I, reason they they executed this because yeah. of red flag laws. Some fucking Karen can just make a phone call or anybody and just rat you know dox you or rat you Call out in an execution yeah i like yeah. alex's sign like what did you forget the c and then you were like oh shit <laughs> well i i it, dude i did it with a permanent was, marker like one of those big fat permanent markers and i think yeah. i started getting high and i'll tell you guys about and i was high. trying to do it i was doing it last minute because like brian wanted to make more signs but it was so fucking cold this weekend so when he was trying to spray paint him in his yard he was like dude the, the paint's not fucking Stick in, and so I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to have 
you know, time to do it or have a place to do it. So it was like last minute, one of those big fat Sharpies. And I think I was getting high, but I kind of wanted to make the A more into an anarchy sign. But yeah, it was, oh. it was totally you know, Brian, last minute. When yeah. Brian showed up, he went across the street and he's, he was handing out the signs. And so I'm watching him and he gives out the sign to our guy, Doug, who's standing there. And Doug holds it up. And I'm noticed. And I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, he forgot, he forgot to put an N on Duncan. And so it's just a dunk a lump. <laughs> and I was like, Wait, dude, at least I pointed to the end. I was like, across the I was like, dude, the end, the end. And he looked over, he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like one the sign job. that says, I like the one that says Duncan was killed in bed at 4.30 a.m. That's yeah. a sign. That really yeah. gets right to the, to the heart of like, you can't say like, that's right. Like, there's just no yeah. way you could say like, that's acceptable. So, yeah, I think a lot of people, I mean, it was a busy intersection. We were once, uh, you know, we had a decent turnout. We were once everybody kind of arrived, we were like, all right, let's go to all four corners. So, yeah, people, it's just exposing this because like, like we like were saying, see, it's like just you see buried. kids head turn and like there's like this, like just some teenage kids and look, and they're like, you know, they're just going to check their phone. You know, like they're one, at least one of them, just one time might just say, Hey, I'm, I'll just Google Duncan Lamp and see what this is about. And hopefully they don't get to the Wikipedia. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't, yeah. They're like, he was a transhumanist. Let's just edit that thing. He was a transhumanist. What? Yeah. I don't, I don't fucking know. What's he wrong with that? To the, the transhumanist party. I don't know. I don't. What's know. wrong with that? I they think I knew he, that actually. Yeah. Uh, who cares? Like, I don't know. They make it a bigger thing than they're supposed to. But it was, yeah, so it was good. It was a good time. Glad we all hung out afterwards. We had to warm up because I came prepared. I had gloves, a face mask. I brought my extra jacket. But everyone just had like a hoodie on and like their hands are out. And they're like, I can't feel my hands. Was everybody was everybody strapped? Uh, Maybe. Well, look, libertarians aren't used to touching grass. Was was there open carry or uh, no? We're not Maryland. You're not allowed to open carry. Not in Maryland. But if any Fed boys want to know that we do have a Fed boy Patreon level, so in the after hours, if you pay, we may or may not discuss that. So five hundred bucks for the Fed level. How I physically removed someone from my house from my property. Yeah, (laughs) I did some physical removal this this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, that's after hours. That's after hours material. Alex was there. Alex saw it. Yeah, I witnessed it. (laughs) That's fun. Yeah, yeah. It was a good time. Good time. But yeah, so yeah, sign up for a Patreon. Little three dollars a month. Or if you want to do the Fed level, you get to hear all the juicy stuff for thousands of dollars a month. We need we need to get one Fed level a month. Just one. I need to just add it actually. You just got to step up. Just step what up are we saying? A thousand or like a hundred? I thought a thousand. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll put that I, up there later. The I will threaten level. a federal official for a thousand dollars a month. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Kyle, do you have that guy's card still? <laughs> yeah, like Kyle. Kyle, how much would it, does it? Do you need to get uh, to talk to FBI agents like one on one? I do it for free, man. If, if they ask, and I he does it. Whatever, he does it yeah. for the passion. It's his passion. See, that's that's killing our market here, right? Why were they going to pay for our Patreon Fed level if you're just going to tell them all the secrets for free? Oh, I see what you're. I see where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. You just can't no, talk I mean, secrets. The, you know, they've never asked me anything about the podcast or anybody. <laughs> and if they did, I it would. I wouldn't give it up for free. Okay, good. I'm good. glad you at least hold out for some yeah. circle of trust. I mean, we all, we all have bought. our price. We'll <laughs> yeah, all, yeah we'll all, we all have our price. Just don't sell out for cheap. You know, that, that just makes you look bad. 
Oh, but one thing I'll tell you guys what happened though. And the I, I fucking I'm so old. I I sneeze. I got to the <laughs> rides with auto. Oh, God damn it. So I I got to the to the protest or whatever, and I just sneezed, and I felt like someone stabbed me in my side, and apparently I thought I, I broke my rib from sneezing. <laughs> apparently it's more of like Jesus a muscle. Dude. It's a mu- I think it's just like like I sprained a muscle there i think it's more muscular but it hurt so bad and i couldn't la- like every time i laugh it hurts so bad i could like i was bre- taking in deep breaths and every time i take like a deep breath it just feels like something's like ripping when i'm like oh, God, you're getting old man a sneeze <laughs> took me down i mean we, I, like we were laughing at the table where we had a we met up afterwards and yeah dude you started rolling you're like what the f-? you're like my rib i think i broke a rib i'm like what what the fuck did you do he's like i don't know I did it right in front of uh, Tim and um, and uh, Norm. They were they were, uh, they were as soon as I walk up to my sneeze, and I'm like, oh god! They're like, they're like, what the hell did you do? Like, I don't know. Oh, I'm so old. Yep, that's where I'm at right now. Some little little pain. Got a lot of pain going yeah. on right there on my side. But we well, didn't that even was... talk about the number one topic today, yet, guys. Yeah, the yeah. I mean, while we were doing all that, there, there's. Biden's assuring, you know, the banks are uh, everything's fine. Everything's right? fine, guys. I don't even. Yeah, we should have we should have opened the show to, to, to do our, our sort of our patriotic duty to reassure the American people that our banking system is totally, totally secure and, and protected. Americans thanks to this confidence that the banking system is safe. Let's do that again. Have confidence that the American banking system is, is safe. Does that, well, does that assure you guys? It's a God's truth. My word is abide. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is, that's such a good clip. I'm so confident right now. Yeah. Um, I saw a, a quote from uh, Janet Yellen back when she was Fed chair, like there, that there would never, she didn't expect any banking crisis in her lifetime or our banks were so solid now. This was in uh, 2017. Oh, of course, wow. now she's the uh, Treasury Secretary. So she went from Fed chair to Treasury Secretary. And um, yeah, I've been glued to the news for, uh, you know, basically like three days or since Friday, because I think a lot of libertarians are like me. Like, it's a little bit like disaster porn. Like, we're, we're like, what's going to happen next? Who's next? You know? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I am. I'm like, I mean, it's going to be. It's painful for a lot of people. I don't mean to, you know, like have schadenfreude or, you know, celebrate the misery, you know, that a lot of people are going to have in this. Like when you're when these banks go down, like there's a lot of people get hurt in the process. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I don't know that it's going to be this as widespread as the uh, doomsayers are, are, are trying to say. I mean, this is a bank that was primarily to fund tech startups and tech startups are notoriously a risky it's a risky thing i mean it's there are a lot of moonshots there's a lot of you know uncertainty yeah and then there's like a ton of crypto fucking bullshit in there as well right um so and then you know with the with the feds fucking with the rates constantly and all this um and then this was also like a bank run that was basically caused by social media it was basically doubly fueled by social media. It wasn't like back in, you know, the 1900s when, you know, it was basically like word of mouth. It was like instantly on Twitter. Hey, get all your money out of this bank. It's going to crash. And then really? it was just how, like a self-fulfilling Is that how it started? Yeah. I had, yeah, it was like people like, apparently I didn't see it, but apparently Peter Thiel was like 
pushing it. Like it was all, it was a lot of it. I mean, there was stuff concerning about their balance sheet. It wasn't like out of nowhere. It wasn't like they were doing fine. Like it was concerning shit on their balance sheet as far as like the, their um, long-term debt and their um, bonds and all kinds of shit. But well, guy, like what they did was, I mean, what a lot of banks did, right? When rates are zero, you're paying your depositors zero. You can, and you're trying to get a yield. You buy safe treasury bonds, low right. interest rate treasury bonds. So you're paying zero, and you're getting two percent from treasury bonds. But when rates go to five percent, all of a sudden your two percent treasury bonds lose value. Yeah. So you're not able to sell them for as much as you bought them, and all of a sudden you're you're in a hole. And and there's and just because this is a, a tech startup bank, like a lot of banks own, I'm sure a lot of banks own these low yielding treasury bonds and have lost value on them. And if they sure. mark them to market, if they mark them to current market um, prices, they're going to be undercapitalized. And I, and that's why I don't think it's just this bank. I think it, this is going to affect a lot of banks. This maybe was just the weakest link in the chain, but mm-hmm. you know, I think it could be the start of a cascade. So maybe not, but I, you know, certainly seems plausible to me that it could be. Well, let's remember yeah. that in 2020, they, the, they ended the reserve requirement. The reserve requirement in banks is now zero. So, um, you know, yeah. what, what do you think is going to happen? You know, eventually, <laughs> why would they keep reserves if they don't have to? Yeah. And and I saw Biden like, you know, Biden blamed the Trump administration. He's like, well, they loosened the rules that we had put in place with um, loosen the rules with Dodd Frank or whatever. And it's like the banking system is inherently unstable. Right. The whole thing is built around letting banks gamble with depositor funds and keep the bare minimum amount on hand to meet deposits. I mean, wasn't it it during COVID they? It was it did it that banks do not have to have any um, collateral like they don't even have to keep the minimum like what ten percent reserve twenty twenty right it's a yeah. fractional reserve banking it's it's like you can't even call it that when it's like zero out of a hundred no, yeah you know nothing uh, there. reserves yeah yeah I mean they certainly have to keep a little you have to keep at least enough cash on hand or some cash because you have to anticipate some withdrawals but like you guys mentioned earlier with the social media. I mean, you know, you could have a bank run where you could have 10% of your depositors or more trying to pull out their their money like all at once. Yeah, it's not so like they have to go. Do that. They don't have let's to like do go that. down. What's that? Let's all do that. Let's do it, you know? I mean, I'm I mean, I hopefully you guys did I what know. I did and I immediately took out all my funds in every account that's over 250,000, right? Because FDIC uh, only protects up to 250,000, so so make sure you're not you know, like don't have any more than that in any one account. So yeah, take a minute and maybe readjust um, just to just to be on the safe side. So there's a, a Jared, I sent you a video on message through messenger. I couldn't I couldn't find a better way to get it to you. Uh, I don't know if you want to play that real quick. This is pretty much how I learned about fractional reserve banking as a little kid. <laughs> yeah, let me pull it up. It's it's pretty good clip. But I, I, I know uh, our boy Jim Kramer also. I was like, so this is how I learned about it from the Simpsons. <laughs> nice first bank of Springfield. What do you mean the bank is out of money? Insolvent? You only have enough cash for the next three customers. I love this part right here. Just a second here. No, no. I, 
I don't have your money here. And, <laughs> It's in Bill's house and, and, and Fred's house. Oh, that is Jimmy Stewart. Put my money in your house, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here comes our, our copyright violation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, right. shit. Ah, whatever. Fuck it. Fuck I'll, I'll contest well, it. I'll win. Did you guys see that um, Senator Mark Kelly is called for social media censorship to prevent bank crimes? Oh, that's oh. right. Yeah, yeah Thomas, Thomas Massey uh, revealed Ace that. Massey. Yeah. Yeah, so luckily our, our brave senators are on the case to make sure that the banking interest is, is protected no matter, you know, from pesky people trying to get their money out. Right, trying to acquire. How infuriating like, is that? Like, yeah. Blood boiling. <laughs> oh my God. Never let a crisis go to waste, right? Oh, it's a, it's a chance to do more, more idea censoring? Bring it on. Like, what else do they do? You know, when you only, when, when all you have is a hammer, everything's a nail. Yeah, yeah exactly. they have, they run a shaky system, right? They like we said. I mean, they're probably five percent of depositor withdrawal at once would crash just about any bank. So, you know, that's the risk you run when you don't have don't keep enough reserves on hand. Um, mm. uh, I'm looking for a tweet from Lynn Alden, and she kind of highlighted um, something that I thought was surprising: is that how much the um, what the FDIC actually guarantees. So it says, uh, Lynn Alden said, to, to quantify it, U.S. banks have $17.6 trillion in deposits, of which $3.1 trillion is backed up by cash, of which less than $100 billion is backed up by physical cash, right? So uh, there's no way the FDIC has these extra trillions of dollars, right? Of course. Not. So like to think like, oh, we're protected from a systemic bank run, Hell no. Um, yeah. I mean, that is $17.6 trillion in, in deposits that people could try to withdraw, and they're only sitting on $100 billion in actual cash. Uh, or even if $3.1 uh, trillion in, I guess, you know. Well, we're just going to have to tax ourselves other- to pay for it. <laughs> well, you know, Biden was like, well, no ta- no taxpayer funds are going to be used for this bailout, right? But it begs the question, like, whose funds are these that are being used? Like when the Fed. Well, ostensibly, creates- well, ostensibly, it's it's coming from the Treasury. It's some fund that the banks pay into as part of their FDIC coverage. OK, that's a, that's FDIC. I was talking about the, the bailout of like Silicon Valley Bank. That's they didn't the, get bailed the, out. They bailed out the depositors. That's, well, so the, the depositors money. Hold on. Let's have a new program. They knew, the they depositors program money is coming from this bank. extra fund that they have. Right. Essentially, like, I don't know what's in it. it could all, all could all be bullshit. It's the government. Well, but there's a there's the a fund. Is, there's a there's a different bailout. Right. There's a bailout coming for any bank that's supposedly affected by this. And what they're doing is agreeing to buy assets. The Federal Reserve will buy assets from the bank. Like, if oh, so. They get to basically if their treasury like made money, their treasury bill or their bond made money, they get to keep it. But if it loses money, they can get face value on it from the Fed. Right. It's, it's sort of their like, yeah, that's a you know, backstopping yeah. or whatever. And this is how we're so. So basically, the, the banks now they get to gamble. And if they win, they win. And if they lose, they break even is it, kind of the deal they've made. So, um, gee, is this going to encourage better banking decisions in the future? I doubt it. No, I mean, and that's the, yeah, I mean, I don't, even if this isn't coming out of the taxpayer's pocket directly, it still is, it sets a bad precedent for, for banking. 
And it will come out of uh, everyone else's pocket, at least through inflation or something. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. just, it's just it's kind of like a QE2 or, you know, I don't know. It's, it's over know my that, head, but I know they're yeah. a bunch of scumbags <laughs> and they're going to do whatever they can to to transfer wealth. So what you should you be know. doing is transfer your wealth to Bitcoin or to our Patreon. Either way. Yeah, our Patreon. Smooth. We, we have. Yeah. Uh, wait, uh, wait a minute. Hold on. We're going to have. The Patreon front level, right? Patreon <laughs> front level. <laughs> yeah. That'll be our new level, right? That's what we talk yeah, about. That's the new level, yep. Yeah. Right. Take go go to your bank account. Whatever's more than two hundred and fifty thousand is not protected by the FDIC. So perhaps contribute that to the punk rock libertarians. Um just whatever's have, left over. Yeah, quickly, I don't, before I don't the bank have a lot of ex- I don't have a lot well, of accounts with two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, I, I don't think Jim, most people. Jim have Kramer that said much it's cash. a sound investment to to you know. I wouldn't be keeping that out of cash in a bank, anyways. Yeah, Do you guys have the Kramer clips because like every yes. company that he endorses, <laughs> it like yeah. within a month it's done. I mean, yes, and and yeah. I don't know if you guys saw the one tweet he ha- he said like J.P. Morgan is a fortress. Yeah, and people were like, oh my god. Uh, yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> Well, didn't um, Forbes also name that bank as their like superstar and like it, super it was bank, number like, twenty? I looked it up because Peter Schiff said it was number one on the Forbes list. It was actually number twenty. How on, diverse uh, are they though? That's what's that's what their true strength is. How diverse they are. Yeah, they have a high ESG score. <laughs> Here we go. Best performer year to date is SVB Financial. Don't you want this company's a merchant bank with a deposit base that Wall Street has been stately concerned about. SUB, it's the old Silicon Valley Bank, recently bought one of our favorite research firms, Buffett Nathanson, and it's become less dependent upon private equity and venture capitalist offerings. Wait a second. Those dried up last year, they could come back. Yes, some of them come back here with a stock directly affects an oversold position. Stock was the fourth worst performer in 2022. I think really the fears were not justified. Right. It's very compelling Non-ironically. By the way, long-term private equity and venture capital, they're not going away. Being a banker to these invest, immense pools of capital has always been a very good business. Stock's still when cheap. was this? Now, you have to remember Apparently that a stock a falls 66%, like SVB Financial. So that's 2023. Like so. oh, it takes a lot Jesus. more to recover. After losing two-thirds of your value, you need a 200% gain to get back. All right. <laughs> the guy is wow. unbelievable. He's just overloading you with just, like, nonsense. Jargon. And then he's like, yeah, jargon. And then he's like, buy the stock. And I'm watching, like, CNBC or whatever it is the other day, and he's on a panel talking about it. And it's like, how do you listen to this guy who is so wrong so often? How is he still considered a credible voice? At the, right. I mean, there's, there's funds that have been just set needs up more money. just to I just bet problem. against him. Yeah, he needs, I mean, like, like public schools. He, we just need to fund yeah. him more. If we fund him more, he'll be better. <laughs> we do it all over our society. We're like, this person is wrong about everything. And then we're like, well, what does he say now? You know, like like Fauci or <laughs> like whatever. Ben Bernanke. Like, no, ma- yeah. no matter how ro- the, the worse you are, the worse at predicting things, the wronger you are, the, the more credible you seem to become. But then like, meanwhile, Alex Jones is banned off of all social media. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. They're trying to take his cat. Yeah, they, try, they try to take us get we're, we're in the upside down it's so true Alex, <laughs> dude your your impersonation of him at the table yesterday was something that made me laugh so hard it hurt yeah, my side what broke your rib yeah yeah alex is directly responsible he was talking about, i don't know if you remember it or not but he was, oh, what, yeah, what was the it? chinese right. balloons 
<laughs> what was about the balloons? I don't You're even like, know. They're satellites who got caught under the firmament. Oh, I'm telling you, folks, <laughs> these Chinese balloons are satellites underneath the firmament. <laughs> oh fucking no! I don't even pretty close, man. He's got it. <laughs> you just you Telling had it you. so clear yesterday, and I was just like, it just came out of nowhere. <laughs> it's great. It's like a, it's like a macho man, Randy Savage, <laughs> or you know, you get a lot of a lot of mileage out of that. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> my side hurts. Yeah, but, oh bless. man, Kr- yeah, Kramer's been. Oh my god, everything he says is like everything well i think he gets i mean he's the guy they can count on to repeat whatever narrative needs to be pushed push whatever talk has to be pushed right but you know he's really committed you know like he's you know i think i think they go to him when they need someone who's completely shameless yeah he's committed propagandist how is that not considered like pumping and dumping you know i guess he doesn't dump the stock i guess he just pumps whatever the narrative they want tells them to do. Just seems I unethical. Have, I don't <laughs> know. It's how not illegal to be is. an idiot, right? I mean, but is it not, is it is he allowed to give people like financial advice? Is that legal for him to be like buy this stock, or is, or is he not really saying buy it? It's just like it's cheap. I, I guess it. You know, it's just kind of generic advice. I guess it. Whatever he's doing clearly is legal because he's been I mean, doing clearly. it for years, and he's yeah. been wrong for years, and uh, yet he's still on TV. You know, it's like. <laughs> Amazing. It's frustrating. Well, it's it's no. almost reassuring to know that there's some consistency in the universe and that Kramer <laughs> will always have a place, no matter how ridiculous yeah. he is, no matter like it's just it's just all part of it. It's like deny your senses, here's here's the narrative. Again, you know, like just well, gold gold has been a beneficiary of this, and uh I wish I I wish I had bought a little bit more. Um, you know, I just haven't haven't recently bought anything, but you know, gold's up and Bitcoin's up, and you know, anytime there's Bitcoin big losses, up. you can make what, money on it. What's silver up to? I get um. I mean, Bitcoin from, went up. I mean, the past few days it went up from. It literally, I think, just like one day, it's up from like twenty. It was twenty one. It was up to twenty twenty one, and now it's at twenty four three. Yeah, I bought some today. I was like, let's do it. I'm getting back in. I'm all in. So, Silver's up almost uh, seventy-seven cents at three point six percent. Gold's up thirteen. Yeah. Gold's up over nineteen, I think. Hey, yeah, but, but you know what? I don't. I'm not convinced. This is um, you know, like oh, the banks are failing. Bitcoin and gold are going to win finally. You know, like as no. libertarians have predicted, <laughs> That'll never happen. No, no. I, I think it might be more. You is know, it not? A, um, it's indicative of the value though that people do see in Bitcoin now, right? I mean. Maybe it's not like an entire transition, but people are like, eh, you know what? When the banks are having a bad day, like, let's go into Bitcoin. Yep. You know, yeah. and maybe so I'll keep a little it bit might, more it might, also be, it might also be because like all of this mayhem and uh, made people think that the Fed's going to pivot and um, and stop stop raising rates. And I think they are. You know, that's kind of a back yeah. to a cert because that's what was killing. That's what was killing. Uh, Bitcoin and gold before, you know, were these raising rates, raising rates, keep raising rates. Yeah. And, uh, and now people are like, okay, maybe back to risk on. Like, how did the, mm. how did the NASDAQ do? Um, Dave, Dave Smith and uh, Liberty Lockpod did an emergency uh, podcast, not emergency podcast, but they did one last <laughs> night, a stream on YouTube just talking about this. And it's, um, 
I, I recommend going back and listen to it, but they just guys with like no this, experience S- in the banking industry. <laughs> yeah, like SVB, he was saying, like basically they thought the Fed would pivot, and they're not. They're raising interest rates, and this is what affected, like I guess SVB. They had a lot in bonds, and the bond rate is just so to kind of just what we're saying. They didn't have the reserves to cover everything, but they were making the argument. Like some libertarians are like, I just want this to end, and the whole. But it's like. Do we really want to go into a depression right now? Because when when that happens, if if we if there's bank after bank after bank, we shouldn't be cheering this. But this is an opportunity to educate and for us to get the fuck out of like you know. And, I definitely don't want that to happen, man. Yeah, that was like I my mean, kid. That was my yeah, kid's bedtime like story tonight. It was World about fractional reserve banking. Right, we're on that verge of World War Three. Like a bank, like going into de- a full depression is not not really good. Like we don't. We don't want a full bank collapse on our hands right now. And that's kind of the point that we're making, you know, like we don't want to go down full on and the Fed. Well, it's right not now. like nobody's going to ask our opinion whether the bank should collapse or not. Anyway, yeah. it's going to do what it's going <laughs> right. to do. If you root hard enough, James. <laughs> right? Like, right. Like best you can do is try to profit from it. Right. Or protect yeah. or protect yourself and your loved ones from whatever mayhem is coming. I, I, I feel like mayhem is coming. I don't know oh, yeah. exactly what form it's going to take. But, you know, uh, I just feel like we're, we're going to be in for some uh, interesting, interesting times. Uh, there's going to be a lot of suffering for people that aren't prepared for it. Yeah. That's why we've well, got to build it, our communities. It made me think about how many um, different times we see where people don't have the money they're supposed to have, like uh, FTX and, you know, obviously the um, SVB and the government itself, the Social Security Fund, the Medicare Fund, like there's so many people that have that owe money that have made promises and they don't have the cash that they're supposed to have to meet those obligations. And that's like, that just is very common in our society where we have people that just don't have it. And um, eventually, you know, what, what can happen here is because the fed is now up against high inflation already, they're kind of limited. I mean, they still are going to inflate, but they don't have as much wiggle room to inflate as they would if there was low inflation. Because that's really their only out, right? Their only out is we're just going to create money and bail out the banks and bail out the government. And we will just keep creating money. But when you already are fighting high inflation, like, what are you supposed to do? You, you're you just going to make it worse. So what do you say? I'm in a depression every time I, I scroll, <laughs> I scroll on, Twitter. on Twitter. <laughs> Plant-based libertarian. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I still think that's the route they're going to take. I think inflation is the, the, the path of least resistance. And I think that's what the Fed does whenever it's faced with a situation. I think, I think with this bank failure, I think they're going to stop raising rates. You know, of course, everybody's arguing, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? You know, from a philosophical standpoint, like Ron Paul would say, we shouldn't be manipulating interest rates and creating these, these bubbles, jerking right. the economy back and forth, centrally planning the money supply. That is like a higher level philosophy that nobody on the mainstream financial media is even considering or thinking about. We're just all thinking, well, what's the Fed going to do? You know, but I I love that about. Right. It's always should the Fed do this or should the Fed do that? Not about why is there. Should we have a Fed? Yeah. Yeah. And I miss that. I miss Ron Paul's voice in, uh, you know, the mainstream uh, media and mainstream politics because he was just on a different level philosophically, um, you know, which was awesome. So, but yeah, I do think the Fed's going to pause here because they're going to be like, okay, well, we, we really broke something now. Um, what's, we don't want to break it any worse. We need to let the, the dust settle. But I could say wrong. no central, no, no federal bank. I mean, or no central, res, uh, central bank or federal reserve. Doesn't that make you kind of sound like an anarchist, Kyle? 
No, I don't think so. I mean, but you do have to propose alternatives to say, well, what what's the other other alternative? And um, a lot has been written on those um, about free market money or, or, you know, I mean, floating currencies were almost a step in that direction, but they're still floating government currencies that are traded against each other. Um, you know, you have to see what people would choose to trade in without fiat currency. Maybe it is a digital currency like Bitcoin. Uh, that, maybe see, it's a, you sound like it, that's that's anarchist talk. It's not. I mean, you can still have a legal system without without uh, having the government being the <laughs> how's minor, <laughs> uh, RIP holding up. No, the, the government. Do you still? I thought we established that you've gone full anarchist. Are you still a, a self-identify as a statist? Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, the the state sets all these rules. I mean, the state sort of creates the framework for however the society is going to be. So it, create, if it is, it creates a framework for bank runs. For well, for private property. I mean, is is the main thing. But um, yeah, you could you, they could say, look, you know, we're not gonna we're gonna abolish the Fed. Um, you can use some other form of currency as money and figure it out. And I, I you know, I think people how can they, think they how would, can they run a global empire that way? Well, they couldn't. I mean, that that's the problem. It really like it's not a problem, but it's a they would have to raise taxes to cover their spending. Right. They wouldn't have this uh, outlet of just being able to create um, unlimited amounts of um, money. Yeah, but nobody likes taxes, Kyle. It, you I don't know. get to run unlimited wars at, on taxes. Too you much, say nobody likes taxes, blowback. but like a lot of people do like taxes. Like all, no, they all like the beneficiaries. Idea of other people paying taxes, but yeah, the last no, yeah, they like receiving other people exactly taxes. what you get. Yeah, right. And yeah. as tax rates go up, rev, like compliance goes down. Like I, this is just, only paying their fair share. Okay, they without taxes, their fair share. Without taxes, who's going to fund the Patriot Front Nazis to to uh, you know protest drag queen story hour? Oh right. yeah, yeah. I want to get to oh, that story. Right, or, or, right, or we'll probably say that for the after hours. Yeah, who's going to send money to not to, to Nazis in Ukraine Dude, without taxes? Do you have any of the feds? Uh, I don't. There's one in there. Um, which one? That shit was. Uh, Fucking Patreon. Crazy. Oh, I it's below the yeah, Patreon yeah, front. What are we asking about? Well, for people who don't know, yeah, uh, I think Saturday was a drag queen story hour in a park in Ohio. <laughs> and so, it, of course, it, it went exactly how you thought it went. Um, tons of Nazis showed up. Tons of oh yeah, people here we go. showed up. Yeah. Now, don't these guys look familiar? Don't they look kind of uh, their motif is very Patriot front. <laughs> Weimar conditions, Weimar solutions. Weimar conditions. Oh, it, so it's funny. So that's one Nazi group. And this guy's thought of drag time. Hold on. This is at a drag time story hour. Yeah. So what you know, yeah, shit see, is escalating, dude. Yeah. I know. These costumes are terrible for a drag show. These guys well, aren't even well, sexy on. at all. So there's, a, there's also another Nazi group that's there, and they join. Is this better together. for children or what? I don't know. And then there's drag also, queen story hour or neo Nazis. But look, Alex, hey, it, wait, listen. there's more. But wait, there's at least more. they're being COVID compliant with those masks. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, spread. so not only is there two, not one, not two, but three Nazi groups show up because your Fed boys, the uh, the Patriot Front, show up with their white masks and all. So this is a, so this is two Nazi groups. Yeah, these two found each other and they joined. 
Do they fight each other? Oh, listen to this guy. What the fuck? Then they zoom in, like, they go back over to the Patriot front, feds. Pedophile gets the rope. Pedophile gets the rope. So that's their new Why rally call. so grumpy? Why so strong? Okay, so, so then this, did you notice that? Look at that. The one yeah, guy's fanny pack, they have a Trump his... pent patch. So oh, tell me this oh, isn't a fan oh, operation. This is like cell phone holder. But oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> so this is a whole other. This is not the, the red jacket people. They're over there. So the two Nazi group found each other. Join like that uh that movie Step Brothers where uh, like yeah. we yeah. just yeah. become best and that guy is just completely committed well, right there with the we haven't the, seen the, the white the white hood people. Oh, there's white more there. Yeah, but wait, there's I want to see the drag oh. show. I came for the well, drag interview. Show. And they block it out with umbrellas. Where's the guy yeah. in the chainmail? Oh, that's oh, in the longer video, but it, yeah. it just reeks of feds infiltrating small groups. And then making it look like it. it's larger groups. And then just, to, it's just, and the fact that some of these fucking Lulberts and even like Ford Fisher, it's like, oh, these neo Nazis. I'm like, these are fucking feds. Not all of them, but this, right. like, I don't know. They're, they're, they're like, they're probably 60% feds and 30% retarded people. Yes. And then, uh, right, or there is 40% retarded people. Like, yeah. I mean, that's all there is. And to not, to not see, like, this is an op. Like, this is, this is, Something I mean, the groups on. really exist. The groups they really do. exist. I'm not denying. Are they being exist. like? Are they being like uh, prodded in certain directions to maybe do like yes. domestic terrorist actions? No. Sure. Yes, and, and they definitely they exist. Huh? And they after infiltrate them to organize the 90s, them. After it, everything that happened in the 90s, I know for a fact that at least five of those people ha- are directly working with the feds, or they're. They're feeding them information. Yeah. They're in contact with feds. I guarantee sure. always this, this is straight out. This is straight out of I'm the playbook of the nineties to infiltrate I, militia, the militia movement. This yeah. is exactly how Ruby Ridge started is that you have feds infiltrating or Proud working boys, with these right? organizations. To, yes. To seek out. It, it's, this is a total fed operation. This is how Those the state keepers. operates. Yeah. And, and they're corrupted. You have these organizations, organizations that are corrupted and, the thing is, like these, yeah, but it wasn't the feds that made them say Sig Heil. That's like their own thing. <laughs> that well, they do. But you right. know what? The feds probably donated those snappy red shirts. Exactly. <laughs> they're help, I mean, They're not. They're not doing them any favors. Let's. Yeah. I mean, they look like Patriot Front. Am I right? I mean, the fact that they were doing fucking like like coordinated chants, like they're they on a there. you know. What's that? What like a, like a like high school, like a high school flag marching team. band. Yeah, you know, like like, a, like yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I've you know, like come on now. This so is not three, your typical like. Come on. Well, the fact that they're all so, matching wardrobe, I typically yeah, just reeks of right. you know, like this is this wait, is wait, wait. like this is the fed part of it, not the retarded part, because they they're <laughs> yeah. like they're going to be a little more scrappy and not coordinated. Well, what you didn't see on this which they got to is all these. So it, it was the random Nazis that showed up who, who had a few signs, but then it was the color corded Nazis with the, with the black, you know, masks and red shirts. Well, then there was the third, it was the Patriot front people, the ones with the white mask and the, you know, oh the, the blue. What about uh, Azov? 
Did Anton so make an appearance? So what it reminded me of, it reminded me of how like in Syria, where like the like the moderate rebels we were supporting were fighting another set of moderate rebels that we were supporting, and it was like the CIA's people were fighting the Pentagon's people. And I was like, is that what happened when these Nazi groups like met up? They're like, oh shit, the FBI's people met up with, mm-hmm. <laughs> with the, you know the FBI and the CIA's guys while it went together. It reminded me of the same thing. And then eventually they start fighting with the like the I guess the the Proud Boys were there as well. And there was a bunch of other conservative groups and they all started fighting each other as they were That's all the protesting. Way to do it, right. So you go to the guys in red and say, did you hear what those guys in white just said about you? Right. <laughs> they called you, you know, like like they, they, they said you guys were Jews. That's what they said. Right. That's what they said about you guys. Oh, you know, then, like, are you going to take that from them? You know, and then Andrew brings up a really good point here, too. This is brilliant marketing by those the 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 fucking progressive, you know, the whole fucking drag queen story hour. It's like, all right, put these put these feds on the payroll to bring attention to drag queen they're story hour. Dipping. Wow. Yeah. They're federal funds and they're double dipping. Right. Wow. That's, that's what crazy. a grift. What a theory. You know, who would, who would think that that's where like the next civil war begins? Yeah. Right. <laughs> at, a, at a drag show for kids in the park <laughs> infiltrated by <laughs> it turns into a Nazi rally. The first shots of the Boogaloo 2 took place <laughs> and nobody saw that in coming. Ohio at a drag queen story time hour. But like they three factions they exactly of federally funded Nazi groups took on they, the chicks with dicks reading to kids. <laughs> but like, this is where it all started. Like, and then from like there, everybody took sides. You know, yeah. like yeah. A lot of these, a lot of the, like the leftist groups, they really want to have like it be painted in history. They were they were escorting children to get read by drag queens, and they went those pictures up. <laughs> Nazis. What, like it's, it's like their big civil rights moment. Yes, it is for them to power with their fist up yeah. on on a camera, you know. So what what the problem? So what they realize is a lot of these events are happening in private places where people can't get in. So they decided to do it in a public fucking park when it's still winter and it's cold as shit. They have it there. They they knew these groups were going to show up in counter protest. They wanted it so it'd be surrounded on all four sides so they could look like the victim. Like they as much as they you know. Those people are trash who show up to protest. But, you know, deep down, these leftist people that are in this group, they love it. They love it. They love it. It's like it's like they get to perpetuate their own boogeyman and they don't have to do anything other than just do what they were going to do anyway. Yeah, like the one I went to when Ford and the same person filming it, Ford Fisher, it was the same group. Um, He filmed the one that I went to in. And we could say this for the after hours. We already talked about it, but it's just like there's so many there was. Maryland delegates there, two of them, and they were just like, oh, these hate groups, we stopped the hate. And it's like, no, there wasn't. It was just a bunch of concerned citizens that were like, I don't want my fucking tax dollars going to this shit, you know? And furthermore, this is inappropriate. What the fuck? And they're like making it out like, oh, these conservative, like, like black, like churchgoers are like the worst, they're, they're the Nazis, you know what I mean? Make it out like we're fighting back on this hatred. That's and it's all, all they were getting to see when they came to Baltimore. All... It was nothing but black people out there. You right. know? And so they had to be like, shit, let's get this in a park in white Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. Op- got the Nazis. The they got the Nazis they were looking for. Yeah. Right. Well, could this have been like fallout from the train accident? <laughs> <laughs> the chemicals? Mutating quickly. <laughs> mutated. Like... The white supremacists have mutated. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, you know, like, be, is you it even safe for those bad. people to be outside? 
Well, it's it's that white PVC uh, acid that they burn, I guess. Who knows? I don't know. It's it just seems it just seems like so coordinated and staged. It's just like yeah, it's all puppetry. I feel like it's like hey, yeah. ignore the fact the banks went under. Here's the Nazis <laughs> fighting a bunch of drag <laughs> <Yeah>. queens. <laughs> right. Everybody look at this. Yeah. <laughs> you're either with the with the with the drag queen story hour or you're with the Nazis. You decide. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to see how the next month plays out of course we have march madness to distract us but oh, i know i need to get my brackets well we could talk about that in the after hours podcast because we record Please an after hours podcast right after this one we're even going to send it to you like live links so you can listen and comment in if you subscribe to our patreon for as little as three dollars a month you get access to all the other episodes we recorded and plus future stuff well like i said we'll send it straight to your email and uh, if you guys are so generous, you guys can also go over to our page, prlfans.com, and find other ways to donate to the show as well to get access to our after hours. But we also have t-shirts for sale over at libertariancountry.com. If you use the code PRL or PRL podcast, you'll get yourself a 10% discount. Use the code PRL2 and get a 20% discount if you spend $50 or more. And until next time, live free. Or die. Stay this is good break with the blood that is shed. Drenching the flags on the tax bombs in red. Was it by a few at the expense of the many? So did the gods and the death machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom and death point in a fun land. You suffer the truth, then bring them home. I believe the jokes.